Should startup founders bootstrap or raise capital? I feel like this question is asked all the time. Uh, so today, we're going to go ahead and cover that exact topic. Welcome back to the Launch Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Hare. And remember, if you have your own question and you want to get answered on the show, just visit launchchat.com. Click on that little widget on the bottom right of the screen and you'll be able to ask any question that you want, either typing it in or uh, just recording a quick voice recording and we'll feature it right here on the show. I know you guys are shy. Don't be. Uh, <laughs> uh, you'll do fine. Um, but today's question is actually a really good one. It's a question that uh, founders ask themselves all the time. And there's a lot of debate within the community on uh, startup community in general, just on what you should do. So here's the question. Hi, Jake. I listened to a ton of your past episodes and heard you talk some about bootstrapping versus raising capital. Wondering what your thoughts are on what startups should do and whether that changes things um, that we should be doing day to day as we're starting out. This question on whether you should be bootstrapping or raising capital, um, the communities are actually really interesting when you get into them because one of the unique things that we're able to do here at Launchpeer is we're able to kind of navigate within both communities, you know, um, because the founders who go through our program here at Launchpeer, even though they have a tendency to raise capital, I mean, one of the big things that we help a lot of our founders with here at Launchpeer is the process of raising funding. Um, but just in the startup world in general, and especially on Twitter, and I'm a, I, I love Twitter. I consume a lot of content on Twitter, uh, follow a lot of different people, uh, and just kind of use Twitter mostly as kind of a place to learn about what people are thinking, what their thoughts are, especially in these communities. And it's interesting because in both of these communities, they have very different viewpoints on what a startup should do. It, there seems to be like a really prominent split down the middle. Um, on whether you should bootstrap or whether you should raise capital. The people who, you know, it's kind of like politics where there's people that are really far on one side who are like, yeah, you should raise capital. If you don't raise capital, you're not going to be able to compete with other, you know, uh, other startups who are, are able to raise capital. And that's like the only way to go. And then all the way on the other side, you have bootstrappers or people who are, you know, kind of in love with that community who will say, why would you raise capital? You know, you're just basically letting somebody give you money to be a boss. That's what working for someone's like, yada, yada, yada. I kind of disagree with both strict sides of the argument. And, and the reason for that is pretty simple. It's that you building your startup doesn't necessarily really change either direction that you go. That's not always true. It just depends on what your philosophy is for how you should build a startup. But because my philosophy on building a startup should be really numbers driven, um, you know, looking at whether or not you know, what your customer acquisition costs versus what the lifetime value of your customer might be, trying to get to the point where you're profitable as quickly as possible. Traditionally, that idea, that sense of how you should build a company has been a big thing over in the bootstrapper community because it has to be right they're, they don't have an investor waiting in the wings to save them if they're not building a company that's profitable on the v venture capital side traditionally that that way of building a startup that i just described that i am a big proponent of has not been as prominent over on the vc side because they do have the opinion that like well you should try to be unprofitable and you know just get to market as fast as possible and lose as much money as you possibly can 
for as long as you possibly can using investors' money to do it. That way you can capture market share. And then at some point, you know, the economics will work, whether it's lowering costs because you're buying different things in bulk or, you know, you're slowly raising your prices to the point where you can attain some level of profitability. You know, if if that's the way that somebody's building a startup, then yeah, I mean, obviously you have to do it with venture capital. But I feel like a lot of the bootstrapper mentality of looking at numbers being data driven, trying to reach profitability or at least having a plan for profitability right out the gate, as opposed to just crossing your fingers and hoping that an investor saves you long enough to where you can reach profitability and not even really knowing how that's going to go uh, is not a good approach to building a, a startup. And I feel like that's going to become more of, and more of a theme moving forward past, you know, into 2022 and later down the road because the investor market for early stage startups, especially when you're talking about large seed rounds and series A and series B rounds, those have been on fire over the last couple of years. I mean, you know, I know the economy has kind of been really weird, but in terms of the fundraising market, startups have had it really good for the last couple of years in those rounds, you know, the bigger seed series, a series B. I mean, there's some series a rounds that if you told somebody it was a series a round a few years ago, they'd be like, that's not a series a round. That's like a series C or D round. So like that's huge, but that's because the market's been really hot. Well, that market's starting to cool a little bit. And when the market starts cooling and what investors do, because again, investors are just p business people. We can argue all day whether or not they're smart business people or not. Uh, you know, a lot of them are. Uh, you know, a lot of the argument of them not being smart comes from the bootstrapper community, but they start pulling back into the fundamentals of what a business should be, right? And what are those fundamentals? It's numbers. It's how much does it cost you to acquire a customer? How much can you expect to make from that customer? How long is it going to take you till that you know tide turns and you've gone from negative profitability? Uh, to positive profitability based on those unit economics and what is it going to take you to get there they're going to be looking at that and if you're a startup who says well you know we don't really have a business model yet Let, let's say we're building a social media app which is fine uh, but we don't have any plan to monetize we know that one day when we get a certain number of users we'll be able to we just you know we think we have a couple ideas on how it's going to go but we're not exactly sure how it's going to go and it's going to take us 18 months to get there that's gonna be a lot harder to do moving forward then it's going to be for the other startup out there who's like, well, we're building a social media app, but we're actually going to monetize in six months. We're going to have two different tiers and this other tier we've experimented with and that tier people want. And it looks like we're going to be able to get like a 5% conversion rate from the free plan to the paid plan. And if that works out and people stay a customer for three months on the paid plan, then we'll make our money back. So the lifetime value of our customers higher than our customer acquisition cost. And overall, we'll be profitable. We just need nine months of runway to do it. That's what investors are going to start falling back to. And honestly, that's really what the investment market should have been this whole time. The problem with the startup community who believes in raising capital, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm actually a big fan of raising capital. I'm just a fan of raising capital for the right reasons. The problem with it is not the startup founders. It's the investors. What they've done is they have shown startup founders what not to do on a million occasions. <laughs> I mean, look at all these startups that I feel like a Netflix documentary can be made at least three or four times a year based on these startups who raised a ton of capital, were negative profitability, had huge burn rates, had no idea whether their business model was going to work. They tried to implement a business model or raise their prices or something, 
It didn't work. And then they end up failing, burning through usually millions of dollars worth of cash for no good reason because the business wasn't adhering to any sort of fundamentals. It was just doing whatever they felt like they could do to capture as much market share as possible. That's not the right way to do it. But that wouldn't be possible if investors didn't make it possible. And that's what I don't like because new startup founders, and that's primarily who we work with here, they look at that and then they get the wrong expectations. They start looking at these startups and say, like, well, why do I need all that stuff when these other startups are raising all this capital? And, and I, there's no way to argue with that. But that's not how it should have been. That's not how it ever should have been. Investors should have been investing in startups who had good, solid fundamentals, good uh, leadership, you know, not leadership in terms of like, oh, a built out leadership team, but good the, is the founder or the two or three founders on the team. Can they lead people? Can I see them leading an organization? Are they trustworthy? Do people want to follow them? Do they understand what their mission is? Does the business have good economic fundamentals? Do they know their bottom up economics? Do they know how much it costs to acquire a customer or have they run experiments to figure out what it costs to acquire a customer? Are they making good assumptions on what the lifetime value of their customers? Do they have a business model in place or do they have a plan to implement a business model sometime soon, not three years or four years from now, but sometime soon that's going to allow them to start capturing some revenue that gets them closer to the point of profitability, if not getting them past the point of profitability. That's how it should have been this whole time. But because of investors not caring enough about that, it started giving startups raising capital a bad name. The other group that gives raising capital a bad name that I also don't like is all these media publications. You know, you never see a story online about a bootstrap founder who's able to bootstrap to 500k or a million or five million dollars in revenue it hardly ever happens you don't see that on TechCrunch or any of these other publications it's very very rare but you'll see a startup who raises a one million dollar seed round or a five million dollars you know seed round or a 15 million dollar series a or something like that and they will make the news no matter what even though none of that stuff matters at all because it's somebody else putting a valuation on the company. Is that valuation real? We don't know. The investor might have given them that money thinking like, well, one day you'll be able to turn a profit and maybe make some money. But it doesn't mean anything now. Is that more important or is that more newsworthy than you know that startup is has no business model, no revenue model, but the startup has hope or the investor has hoped that the startup's going to be successful? Is that more worth prominent news coverage than a startup founder who was able to get to 100k in monthly recurring revenue totally bootstrapped with no investors i mean you tell me but you have to think like who's the ones that backing who are backing all of these news organizations and these media outlets right and this isn't me like talking about anything like fake news and stuff like that right like reporters take what they're given but that precedent has been set where it's more exciting to talk about the startup who was able to get two or three or five or ten or fifteen million dollars in revenue or in, in funding than it is to talk about the startup founder who was able to get $100,000 in monthly recurring revenue or even $10,000 in monthly recurring revenue. It's, it's not as exciting to talk about. So back to the question of like, which one do I think you should do? I think you should build a company that has bootstrapped principles, looking at numbers, adhering to those numbers and building it as if it was going to be bootstrapped and then at some point, you make the decision on whether to raise capital, and then you treat the capital as a cash infusion to continue growth and typically to grow faster or to scale faster or to reach that profitability number faster because of your unit economics, as opposed to raising capital 
for either capital sake, like because you think you're supposed to, or just raising capital because you need somebody to float you your expenses while you figure things out. That's not a good one. Now, look, every startup is figuring things out, especially early on when you're first raising your own capital. But it shouldn't be so much to the extent that like you have no business model that you've even tried or experimented with. And you're just hoping that like, hey, I have enough money here where over the next 18 months, we'll find something that works. We haven't really experimented with anything yet. We don't know what would work, but we'll, we'll figure something out as we go. That's not the situation I would be in when I'm trying to raise capital. And I think that over the next couple of years, you're going to see investors pull back from that. And they're not going to be as okay with investing in startups who are doing something like that, especially with all of these documentaries. You think those documentaries and stuff about these situations don't have an effect on them? They do have an effect on them. So from a day-to-day -day perspective, if you're a startup founder and you're just starting out, build your company with bootstrapped fundamentals and then decide down the road you know, whether it's very soon down the road or long down the road, they're like, hey, I'm going to raise capital and here's the reasons why. And they're all backed up by actual numbers that I have, whether they're experimental numbers or numbers from your actual business, getting customers, getting users, getting revenue, and then make an educated decision on whether or not you want to go ahead and raise capital. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Launch Chat Podcast. If you have your own question you want to get answered on the show, just visit launchchat.com and send us your question either anonymously or let us know who you are so we can shout you out on the show. Also, leave us a rating or review on whatever podcast host you listen to us on. It definitely helps us spread the word about the podcast and we'll see you guys on the next episode.